We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Blue Wire. What is up, Nets fans? Jack Manuel here for another Brooklyn buzz and a surprising win for the Brooklyn Nets, baby. The Nets take down the Indiana Pacers 136 to 133. And these were the players that were missing. Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Joe Harris, Royce O'Neal, Nick Claxton, TJ Warren. Ain't no thing but a chicken wing. The Nets still take care of business on the second night of a back-to-back against a Pacers squad that was pretty close to being fully healthy, if not were pretty much there. They were also on a back-to-back themselves, but the Nets were just, they showed the, a grit, determination. Ah, it was just a, a hell of a win, guys. One of the wins of the season, despite the fact that there was none of the superstars that were there, and there were plenty of guys that led the way. I'll jump right into it. The man of the hour has to be killer Cam Thomas. Cam Thomas off the bench, 29 minutes, 13-20 from the field, 33 points, 3-3 from the three-point three line, 4-6 from the free-throw line, also had three, ban- three rebounds, including two of them offensive uh, for Cam Thomas as well, and that was a big indicator of the night. Uh, I'll get to that in a little bit, but Cam Thomas had 21, I believe, of his 33, a season high for him as well, those 33 points, but man, when the Nets needed some buckets, you got Cam Thomas out there, and I think the thing that I liked the most from from Cam Thomas was the fact that he still made the right decisions, I think at a, around 120, 120, Cam Thomas is sort of getting shaded and about to get doubled, and he makes the whip pass to Patty Mills, who drives in and hits a floater. I thought that was a really, really smart play from Cam Thomas, and he, early in the game, you could sort of see, you know, it was sort of the Cam Thomas show, but Jacques Vaughn literally was calling out guys to, like, get on the other side of the floor for him, get on the weak side so you get Cam Thomas to be able to isolate and hit some of his weird floaters and such, and, man, he hit them. He he really, really hit them, and despite the fact that, you know, he was getting hit in the face and, and all these little things here and there, he was the big reason why the Nets were able to come back in a big way in that fourth quarter. 
There was something like 15 of 20 at one point in the fourth quarter to be able to claw back, you know, a deficit of 14 points the Pacers led by at one stage. So a hell of a fight back. And, and Cam Thomas, a big, big reason for the reason why the Nets were able to get back into the game overall. But a shout out to none other than the thunder from down under, Mr. Patrick Samuel Mills. 10 of 20 from the field for Patty tonight. 3 of 8 from 3. 1 of 2 from the free throw line. Had 6 boards, 6 assists, and a steal. Was plus 8 for his 24 points tonight. And he had some clutch buckets tonight. You know, I think there was a, a 3-pointer. Let me just try and find it. Here it is, yeah. So Yuta gives the, the Nets the lead at the line. And he misses the second free throw. But he gets the offensive rebound and kicks it out to Patty. And the Nets extend their lead to four points. They went on like an 18-5 to run around that mark. And you know, Patty was a big part of that. He had this incredibly tough reverse. You know, where he, he drives on uh, from the corner off a, a kick-out pass. And then Miles Turner's at the rim, one of the best rim protectors in the league. But can't, but Patty Mills find, found a really good angle to be able to hit that layup. That, you know, a hell of a, a, a nice play from him. And he was driving the ball really well. You know, he hit some some tough middies too. You know, uh, some, some long twos uh, at that as well. But, you know, a really, really nice game uh, from Cam Thomas. And did some... Uh, not, <laughs> Yes, from Cam Thomas, but also from, from Patty Mills as well. It did a, had a nice steal as well early in the game where you know, the Nets gave up by a lot of points in the first half. They gave up 76 points, but were still there and had 69 themselves. They had 40 points in the first quarter, but Patty Mills was incredible tonight. Um, you know, a big part of the, this team win. A really big team win uh, from the Brooklyn Nets tonight. So I'll get to the other guys as well. Markeith Morris, 4 of 7. No, you know what? I'm not going to go to Markeith Morris just yet. I'll go to Dayron Sharp, who was 8 of 13 from the field, 4 of 5 from the free throw line, 12 boards, 9 of them offensive. No, you, you're hearing that right, guys. Nine offensive rebounds for Dayron Sharp tonight. He was beasting Miles Turner. He outplayed him tonight. The guy, Miles Turner, that the Nets fans everywhere, including maybe yours truly at certain points in time, have been clamoring for. He absolutely thoroughly outplayed him. He out used his physicality. He was strong. He gave away a couple little dinky fouls in here and there, but he had some big blocks uh, as well. So a, tw- a big double-double for him. Also had a dime as well. So a, a massive, massive game from Dayron Sharp. And you know, those nine offensive boards led to 29 offensive rebounds for the Brooklyn Nets. 29, which I believe is the most any team has had this season. Like a truly... Truly insane, and I think the most in nine years. I think according to Ryan Rucco, uh, he said in the broadcast. But yeah, the the most that the Nets have had this season, guys, in terms of offensive rebounds, is fourteen. Let me just quickly get that number up. Uh, I've got Basketball Reference open as I do this. They've had more than. More than 10 offensive rebounds only five times this season. 11, 11, 13, 13, and 14. And they had 29 tonight. Like, 29 is just truly, truly insane. There's been nights, you know, where the Nets have had, you know, less than 29. They've had, there was a night against Sacramento, that pitiful performance, where the Nets had 29 often, 29 rebounds overall. So, a truly, you know, it was the, a big reason why the Nets got the win. And I think the other big reason in terms of it, Tim indicators uh, was the second chance points. 37 second chance points to 12. 
You know, it's a 25 point advantage there. You know, absolutely insane. And a lot of that was the offensive rebounds. There's 29 offensive rebounds. And, you know, Daron Sharp, a big, big part of that. You know, you had five for Yutawatanabe, four for Kessler, but it's three for Markeith Morris, four for Edmund Sumner, you had two for David Dew Jr., two, another cheeky two for, for Cam Thomas. So there's offensive rebounding leading to second chance points were absolutely massive. Massive, massive, massive from the Nets. But, you know, points in the paint as well, guys, was a, a big reason why the Nets got this win too. 72 points for in the paint for the Brooklyn Nets compared to 42 for the Indiana Pacers who were taking a lot of threes and were, were hitting a lot of them, especially in that first half. They were getting hot in the Nets. Really weren't guarding them. You know, they were just giving them Jalen Smith, Tyrese Halliburton, you know, Buddy Heald at times getting some just really, really easy open three-point shots. But in terms of points in the paint this season, the Nets have been 26, or 26th overall, sorry, and they've averaged 44 and a half at points in the paint. So to beat that by 27 and a half points, it was a big, big advantage. They just really got to the rim and they really attacked hard and they were really, really aggressive despite the fact that Miles Turner is... You know, a really good rim protector, as I alluded to, but they were just, they were a force down there, a, a true, true force down there, but how can I forget Edmund Sumner? I'll get to Edmund Sumner, guys, right after this quick, quick, cheeky little break. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Now, Edmund Sumner, 7 of 13 against his former team, 7 of 13 from the field, 1 of 3 from the three point line, 6 of 7 from the free throw line, 7 boards, 4 of them offensive, 5 assists, 2 steals for 21 points on the night for Edmund Sumner. It was. Yeah, this was a statement performance, especially in that first half. I believe he had something like 18 points. You know, he got some, he was just driving and driving and driving. He had 11 points in the first quarter. He had like a pull-up three. Like he was just doing everything. His speed, his aggression, his stride length. You know, he had, had some nice lobs as well to, to Dayron Sharp. You know, and, and Dayron Sharp, you know, one of those dunks on Aaron Naismith was just absolutely filthy. But there was... Two fouls. One of them a flagrant one where initially where it's just like, what is Edmund Sumner doing? But he fouled O'Shea Brissett at the end as the clock was about to expire. But that call was just ludicrous because O'Shea Brissett created the contact himself. He extended out his right leg and Edmund Sumner was actually moving backwards, trying to move away from the player. So that foul was perplexing, I guess is one way to put it. But then he also gave away a three-point foul 
I believe it was on, I can't remember who it was. It might've been Tyrese Halliburton or, or someone else of, of that regard. And it was a, a three-point shooting foul, you know, or it might've been Nemhart, but uh, I can't totally remember, but he gave a three-point shooting foul while the Nets were up seven. He just didn't have to guard him. Like, just, just let him shoot the shot. Like, it, it was just a, a little bit silly from him. But overall, a great, great game from Edmund Sumner against his former team. And he, he proved that he's uh, he's going to be a sneaky rotation player and, and have some decent gains for this Nets team. And, you know, there are a few guys in the league that I think have the speed of Edmund Sumner. You know, I think that the two guys that immediately come to mind are John Morant and, and Darren Fox, but Edmund Sumner, he's got to be right up there in the top three, four, or five guys in terms of the pace and speed that he has the ball and, and, and to have that control at the same time. You know, a, a great, great game from Edmund Sumner. You know, couldn't ask for more, but you know, I'll get to Markeith Morris despite the fact that I want to get to, to you, to Watsonabe, but Markeith Morris tonight. 15 points, 11 rebounds, three of them offensive, as I alluded to earlier, two assists, a steal, a block, one of three from the three from the three-point line, and six of six from the free-throw line. This is a heck of a game from Markeith Morris, and you know I thought that he, I, I I did not expect this from him at all. But cometh the moment, cometh the man, and and Markeith was. You know, initially at the early points of the game, really feeling it from the mid-range, you know, really just shooting over guys, and he was just doing a, a lot of the right things, you know, he was just a really steadying force out there, a real steady presence, uh, and really, really great stuff from Markeith Morrison, you know, this is where, you know, him and Paddy, this is where they sort of, you know, get their money's worth, because, look, Paddy Mills is obviously overpaid, Markeith Morris isn't, because, you know, he's a guy who's on a, a minimum sort of contract, um, I think it might even be a non-guaranteed deal, it might have been guaranteed as of late, I'm not 100% sure, but in saying that, you know, he's Kevin Durant's guy, he's been to- he's been said time and time again to be the vocal leader of the locker room, but you want guys to just produce out there when, when it matters, and, you know, with the Nets very, very short-handed, and with, you know, essentially nine healthy guys, if you include Alondis Williams, who had his first game of the season, then, you know, this was just a, a really, really positive performance from Markeith Morris, and he just, he just did the right things. You know, the sort of old head style of of play, just made the buckets at the right points in time, was a good part of that zone. And I like the fact that the Nets were able to get that zone going. I think that they played a little bit of that in the third quarter, and they did a little bit of it in in the fourth as well, because you know they tried to limit some of the Indiana Pacers three point shooting, and you know, the Nets shot poorly from three themselves, only thirty two point one percent, nine of twenty eight shooting. Though from the field overall, fifty two of a hundred, so fifty two percent from the field overall, and they got thirty two free throws. And the you know the Pacers themselves shot forty seven point cent from the. Th- from the three-point line and if I have a look at that that might have been even higher in the the first half oh, I don't have those numbers with me but yeah the Nets made up for it by you know Jacques Vaughn you know coaching a hell of a game a, a really really great game in terms of the coaching from Jacques Vaughn you know the right rotations you know the right combinations you know at different points in time and calling timeouts at, at the right time, you know, you know, Cam and, and Patty were getting clamored and, and, and getting really hounded by some of the defense in the closing points of the game, and, you know, there was a foul up there, uh, sorry, a timeout up their sleeve, and Jacques Vaughn just did a, a, a really great job of, of making those right sort of calls, and I just love the passion and engagement that he has. It's sort of a, a stark contrast from old Canadian Stephen, who would, clap but when you hear you know Jacques Vaughn clap you can hear that shit on the telecast and you know he's 
whether he's chewing his gum, whether he's getting in, in the officials' faces, whether he's trying to call timeouts, whether he's getting his guys revved up. You know, he does a lot of intangible things well. You know, I, I mentioned that on, on my timeline on Twitter a, a couple of days ago. But yeah, really, really, really big game for for, for Jacques Vaughn. You know, then this is a this is one of those wins where it's it's uplifting. It, it really, really is. You know, the, the Nets are are doing a really good job now. Four games above five hundred, but. You know, a, a great coach performance from Jacques Vaughn. So uh, a hell of a, a hell of a start, hell of, hell of a game from coach. But finally, guys, you know, not finally because I'll, I'll get to David Duke Jr. in a little bit as well. But I want to get to you to the shooter who is back, who was back four or ten from the field, only one of five from the free, one or two from the free, from the free throw line, seven boards, five of them offensive, two assists and a steal for Utah Watanabe. But there's just something that this guy brings. There is an intangible energy that he brings to the Brooklyn Nets squad. There is a a joy and happiness and zest that he just gives. You know, he's uh, uh, I don't I don't know how many times in his career uh, that Yuta Watanabe has had five offensive rebounds, let alone in twenty one minutes of play. Obviously, coming back off the the hamstring strain, missing ten games and and and, and having his minutes limited, but he made every single minute count tonight, and it was plus four on the night. Those ten points probably could have had a couple more threes. You know that Russell come out, but you know he's. The quickness with with, with which he shoots that now uh, is really something to behold. So, really, really great game from Utah the shooter. Can't say uh, uh, enough good things uh, about my guy Utah Watanabe. Utah the shooter, baby. But he was doing much more than that. The rebounding, especially, just just love what he brings this team and the fact that you know. Sean Marks again. I'll give him where credit where credit is due to get that guy on a non guaranteed deal. Hell of a hell of a move. But do, uh, David Duke Jr., guys, 25 minutes for him tonight, 3 away from the field, 0-2 from 3, 1 of 4 from the free throw line, 0-2 from 3, one of them was an air ball as well, but did have 3 assists, did have 3 rebounds, did have a steal, 4 turnovers, plus 2, 7 points. Now, the 7 points, you know, the Nets had, you know, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 guys, you know, with 10 points or more, and David Duke, David Duke Jr. had 7, and Kessler Edwards had 6, but David Duke Jr., I think, just look like a, a, a basketballer. And the, what I mean by that, guys, is that he just does a, a lot of stuff well. You know, he does. He defends well. He's a really good driver. He just makes the right decisions. He seemed to be, you know, a, a purposeful in, in what he was doing out there. Yeah, he made a, a couple mistakes here and there. And yes, his shooting has a long, long way to go, especially from the three-point line if he's going to be a, a, a an above-competent NBA player. But I just like what he does. You know, I just think that he's got something about him and you know, he's got a bit of size about him. He's a good rebounder for, for his size. So yeah, I, I really like what David Duke Jr. did tonight for the Nets and, and I think that he can be, he can contribute something. You know, there was a reason why he, you know, he wanted to bet on himself, try and get that guaranteed deal, but you know, he's got, he's, he's, he's still sticking around. He's still doing some good stuff for the Nets, but to Kessler Edwards, guys, now, Kessler Edwards, there was the good and the bad of the Kess Express tonight because he had six points. He had nine boards, four of them offensive. He's an incredible rebounder. I've said it before. I think he's that's a big skill of his. 0-4 from the three-point line. His mechanics from there have, I don't know if they've regressed, but they don't look as consistent as they did when he was shooting the ball quite fluidly in his rookie season. It was 3-9 from the field. He just looked to be sometimes like a deer in headlights at times, but he did also have like a steal and slam. He did also play occasionally some decent defense on Tyrese Halliburton. But, you know, overall, this was an inconsistent game from Kessler Edwards. And I think 
the reason why a lot of Nets fans have such high expectations and hopes for him is because he's the prototype of what every pl- every team wants. You know, a 3 and D guy who can do a little bit, you know, he's just, he's, he's a bit fumbly, he's a bit jittery, and he seems to lack a bit of confidence at times, but this will be good for him, and, you know, obviously, you know, when the Nets go up against their next, go into their next game against the uh, Washington Wizards, whether Kessler Edwards will be there or back in Long Island is a question for another day, but... You know, there were some moments from Kessler Edwards tonight. A lot of moments of uh, were negative, but there were some positive moments as well. And those nine boards, you know, it was emblematic of just the the energy and tenacity and aggression that the Nets were showing on the glass tonight. It was, it was something to behold. It, it really, really was. But guys, I'll try and find a few other little game notes before I end this one. You know, just a, a lot of really great things, a great team performance. You know, all of those little things that you, you just want in in the sort of and this is a memorable game because the Nets now let me just quickly get the standings up because you know they were fourth the other day you know they had the win over the uh, the Hawks and, and Justin and, and Nick did a great job of, of recapping that one so now they're only two games behind the Cleveland Cavaliers who are in third you know a three game winning streak for, for the Nets and it was just they're creeping up and, and they're doing their thing. They've played 28 games. <laughs> a lot of games. A, a lot, a lot of games. And I guess the, the thing I want to, to end with is, I think we had this guy, let me find the tweet, because he seemed to be upset about the Nets resting so many of their players. Scott Agnes. He said, what the Brooklyn Nets are doing tonight doesn't sit well with me, so I wrote about it. Unlocked for all to read. Now, the Milwaukee Bucks and the Golden State Warriors have been doing this all season. So what makes it different that the Nets are doing it? Because I just, I don't understand why the Nets seem to get the amount of attention. You know, I, I, Nick tweeted out something that I'll, I'll recount for, for you guys. And it sort of sums it up pretty nicely why they rested so many of their players. The Nets have played 20 games since November 1st and have played nine games in 14 days. Katie is first, and Royce O'Neal is second in the league in total minutes. Seth Curry, Joe Harris, Ben Simmons, and TJ Warren are returning for major injuries. Nick Claxton is injured. He has some hamstring tightness. The one guy that you can maybe make an argument for is Kyrie Irving, because, you know, Kyrie Irving's had some time off here and there, but ultimately, <laughs> the Nets won the game. So, uh, Scott, I guess Scotty doesn't know. Let's just put it that way. And I think this is more of a problem for the league overall. You know, less than the... Fr- the 82 games is just far too many. You can easily take on away 10 or 15 games. Ideally, I think a 58-game season is the way to go, but that's never going to happen because the owners are cheapskates and they want their, their money. Uh, Nick also shared me in the DMs, guys. Thank you for this one, Nick. The most second-chance points in the 20 se- 27 seasons for which the stat has been recorded. The Nets are tied for second. You know, they had 37 tonight. The Houston Rockets also had 37 uh, this season. And the New Orleans Pelicans in 2009 had 38. That's a hell of a stat. So cheers for that one, Nick. And John Schumann, who was the one that tweeted that one out. But boy, oh boy, hell of a game. Hell of a win. Nets climbing up the standings. Good win. Let's keep the momentum going, Nets world. Cannot ask for anything more. Great job by the guys. Killer Cam, Patty, Jacques Fawn, Dayron Sharp, rebounding like a man, man. Nets world, we up, baby. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. 
From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.